Well, good evening. Good evening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there a praise in the house tonight? Yeah. Hallelujah. As I said last night, I don't know what you came here for tonight. I don't know what drew you here. I don't know what your motivation is, and I don't care. I care about one thing. That is, we've come to worship the Lord God Almighty. Hallelujah. We've come to praise that name that is above every name. We've come to worship Him and Him alone. Amen. So we're going to glorify His name tonight. And you know what I'm expecting? I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I'm expecting. I'm expecting a weight of glory. You understand what that is? If you don't understand that, the weight of glory is when the presence of God is so real. Mm, glory, hallelujah, that you can't do anything but stop. You may fall down. You may kneel down. You may fall out. I don't care what you do. But the weight of God's glory is just so heavy in this place that you can't help but to hear Him speak. Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are any worshipers in the house tonight? All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, we're going to look something different tonight. If you are a worshiper, I need you to come down to the altar right now. Come on. If you're a worshiper, if you're a worshiper, come on down to the altar. Come down to the altar, right? We're going to start out in the altar. As Jay talked about last night, you know what? The first thing, whenever, whenever there was a revival needed, you know, as Jay said, the first thing they rebuilt was the altar. They rebuilt the altar. So, so tonight we're going to sing a song, but it is, it's a hand clapping, foot stomping. You can, you can dance if you want to dance. You can, you can clap your hand. Whatever you want to do, you just worship the Lord. But let's come here together and let's start out in worshiping our God because that is what we are supposed to do. Now, before we... Before we, before we start, as I told you last night, the first prayer is always going to be for us to acknowledge God's presence among us. You say, well, I don't feel it. Who said you had to? Ain't nobody ever said you had to feel him. Amen. Amen. David said, when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't often feel God there. But he said, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he is with me. Hallelujah. So God is in the house. You know how I know he's in the house? Because you're here. That, if you think you're coming to find God here, you are mistaken. You brought, if you didn't bring him with him, you better get him before you leave. Amen. See, 
because we're the temples of the Holy Spirit. So he comes with us. Amen? Amen. 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 We're going to start off with, I thank God. <laughs> Woo! Okay, let's worship him. Amen? Thank you, Lord.
Lord. Thank you, Lord. Give the Lord some praise in the house tonight. Give him some praise. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. been a long time since I've been drunk on Saturday night. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Hallelujah! Oh! Oh, that new wine! Hallelujah! Glory to his name! Glory! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We glorify you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Shalomato. 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 Glory to its name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 David commanded all the leaders of Israel to help Solomon, his son, saying, Is not the Lord your God with you? And he has not given you rest on every side? For he has given the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and the Lord is subdued before the Lord and before his people. Now, set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Therefore, arise and build the sanctuary of the Lord, and bring the ark of the covenant to the Lord and to the holy articles of God into the house that it be built for the name of God. Not for somebody else. I don't need my name on a church. Hallelujah. I don't need my name on a building. Hallelujah. I'm not building my kingdom. I'm building the kingdom of the almighty God. Hallelujah. We're building his kingdom. And the only way to build his kingdom is to seek his face. With our hearts and with our souls. Amen. Amen. Lord, help us. Help us to find you. We seek you, God, with everything in us. Now, Father, Lord, just touch the service right now. Bless it, Lord, with your strength, with your presence, and with your power. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, 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 amen. amen. Hallelujah. You can, you can return to your seats. Amen. 
You can return to your seats. Thank you, Lord. If you can walk and listen at the same time, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. As people get back to their seat. Tonight, the Lord does something special for you. The Lord blesses you in a special way. And if you'd like some additional li- uh, literature or something to help you, we have some first aid bags uh, that's out in the um, friendship station. Uh, Karen, Stets Karen. Step, step, step in the door. Turn around. See that lady right there? See that lady right there? She'll get you a first aid bag, okay? Take care of that. Also, if you need to use the restroom, this is very important. If you need to use the restroom, goes out the double door down to the second hallway. Take a left, take a left. Then when you come out, you take a right, take a right. You've, you've line danced. There you go. All right. So remember that. Also, tomorrow's services, tomorrow uh, we will continue our services at 1030, and then tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock, the Rivenbarks is going to be with us, Rivenbark Minister is going to be with us, so you're all invited to come and share with us. I know uh, there's a lot of churches represented, uh, so I'm not pulling anybody from, not asking anybody from any other church to come. Uh, but, but tomorrow evening, for those of you uh, that uh, can be with us, we invite you to come and share with us in this uh, time of revival and renewal. Amen. 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 Well, since you got seated, now stand up again.
Jesus, you are the baptizer. And according to your word, fill us. Lord, bless the word that is about to be, Lord, given unto us through the servant of God. Help us to receive it, Lord, with the meekness in which we intend to be received. Bless it, O God, to our hearing, to our hearts, to our minds, and to our souls. And we will give you praise and glorify you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Hallelujah. Well, it's Jay. We're glad to have with us Pastor uh, Chris Hall and his church and your fellowships. And we're delighted to have them with us worshiping together in this service. Amen. Brother Jay, the mic is yours. I'll get, you, I'll get you a bottle of water. Okay. I got you a bottle right here. Hallelujah. God is great. Yes, he is. And he is greatly to be praised. Amen. How many of you were here last night and you enjoyed the service last night? Hallelujah. I enjoyed it so much I thought I would come back. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Let's give the sound and media people a hand clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you all so much. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. This mic sounds excellent. Amen. You know, I, naturally, I already have a, uh, a raspy voice, so it's not, uh, it doesn't take much for me to lose it, but um, you got good sound people. I say all the time on the road that some sound people are from the pits of hell, and they will make you lose your voice and lose everything you got, but not the sound people at Friendly Chapel Church. And AFC, hallelujah, they're from heaven, amen. Uh, I, 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 I don't have to do this, but I would like to do this. I thank God for all of the glad tidings, folks, amen. Y'all know that I love y'all and all of my rich lands, folks, hallelujah. I tell you, it's just, it's, it's special when you can get people together, even when it's not their church, <laughs> because we better learn how to work together before we get to heaven. Say amen to that. We might want to figure that out before we get there. Hallelujah. And so, again, I'm glad to be here. And if you weren't here last night or you don't know who I am, and, you know, that's none of that's important, um, I believe we cleared some people out last night. Amen. And that's okay. Uh, I tell people that I'm an equal opportunity offender. Uh, so I offend everybody, and that's fine. Hallelujah. Uh, Democrats and Republicans, I offend them both. Uh, black, white, Hispanic, you know, hey, it is what it is. But I'm glad to be here, and you're here, and we're going to have a good time in the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I wish you could see some of your faces when I say some of the things I say. I'm going to start taking pictures of people. 
because they're like, I cannot believe he just said that. Hallelujah. Well, get used to it. Hallelujah. We got about two more services after tonight. But one of the things that I'm excited about is I could tell last night that the Lord was touching many of you. Even as you sat and you heard the word of the Lord, God was speaking to you. And I believe that a lot of you had more joy today than you've had in a long time. And I believe that you feel good today. Some of you, I'm telling you, the devil has lifted, that oppression has lifted off of you. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And you're not going backwards. Say amen to that. You are going forward. Somebody shout forward. Thank you, Lord. I'm just getting started up tonight. Let's go over to 2 Chronicles chapter 15. And uh, again, last night, believe it or not, I, I promise you, I did not get to my message at all. What I preached last night was not what I intended to stay on the whole time. But I do know this, that I, I've done this a little while and I found out that you simply had to get in the flow of the Spirit and go with Him. Because He knows who's in the house, and He knows what everybody needs. And you may have something planned, you want to sing or you want to preach, but when you step back and allow the Holy Ghost to move, He touches hearts and lives in ways that I don't care how much you preach or how much you sing, God can do more in one moment than you can do in a lifetime. And so the church has to get back into the flow of the Holy Ghost. How many times have you heard somebody say in church, you know, I was going to go this way, but I just, you know. No, it's not just I just, no time to make an excuse. Follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Say amen to that. Or even us preachers, we have it bad. I feel the Lord leading me a different way, but I don't understand. What? Follow the leading of the Spirit. You can't go wrong when you follow the Holy Ghost. Say amen. Second Chronicles chapter 15. Here, just to give you a little background to, to kind of show you that I did go to Bible college. Hallelujah. I know what the Bible is talking about. I promise I do. I may not preach like it and act like it, but I, I went. Hallelujah. I've got the degree on my wall. But I want to tell you something. How about, let me say this first, since I'm talking about degrees. I said this at AFC, and I'll say it again. Uh, I, I'm not against education. I went, and I believe people need to get educated. One of my favorite preachers, Leonard Ravenhill, said, you can have 32 degrees and still be frozen. I know a lot of ministers and ministries, they've got degrees galore, but they're dead. They're dry. I don't want that. How do you keep, because I talked about it a lot last night, how do you keep from becoming a spiritual corpse? You, who said that? Thank you. Hallelujah. My brother from Kentucky. You stay in the Word. You cannot expect what's in here, this book, to get inside of you if you don't get inside of it. Jeremiah said, that God's word was in him like a mighty burning fire shut up in his bones. 
When this word gets in you, and I'm talking about deep down in you, it will come out of your mouth. You will speak it over people. You won't have to fumble for words when it's time to pray. You will be able to regurgitate what's in this book because it's in your spirit. I want to encourage you. Don't go week after week after week without spending time in the word of God. We got to get off of lifetime. You've got to get off of your show and general hospital and all of that other depressing stuff get in this book let this book get inside of you and God will use you to turn the world upside down for his glory somebody shout the word of God we need the word of God like never before you know if you I'm telling you when Jesus was tempted by the devil What did he speak to the devil? He spoke the word. How was he able to speak the word? Because the word was in him. And not only that, but he is the word. Say amen to that. And you can get this word in you so that when you wake up in the morning, the devil will hate that you even woke up because he knows you know how to defeat him with this word. I've never seen a day where so many believers were battling depression. You know why many are battling depression? They're not in this book. They're not in here. There's a solution to depression. It's not all of that medication. It's this word. Our children are on all kinds of pills, all kinds of medication for this and that. There is a cure, and the cure is the Word of God. The Bible says over in Psalm 147, He sent His Word. He sent His Word, and He healed them. Is He a healer or is He not? then why are we coming up with every excuse as to why we have depression and anxiety and if you don't watch it, the people on the news will tell you, well, everybody in the nation is in a mental health crisis. I'm not in a mental health crisis. I have the joy of the Lord. I have peace. I lay down at night and I wake up the next day feeling good because I've got a word down on the inside that I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mind. When you understand that God deserves your praise and your worship, it's hard to fall into a depression when you're constantly thinking and praising the Lord. You can't be sad and shout and dance at the same time. When the devil comes into your house to steal your joy and to steal your peace and you begin to put a praise on it, the devil will have to flee because Psalm 22 says that God inhabits the praises of his people. I'm telling you, when you get on fire, hallelujah, the devil and the presence of God cannot be in the same place at the same time. But so many people listen to the voice of the enemy. Well, you remember what the doctor told you. You have chronic depression. I don't receive that. 
No, I'm going to get here to church. I'm going to lift my hands. I'm going to shout. I'm going to sing. The song says it. I'm going to sing in the middle of the storm louder and louder. You're going to hear my praises roar up from the ashes. My God, I wish I had some help in here tonight. You've got a reason and a right to praise the Lord. We can't accept that stuff from the enemy. More peels, more peels, more peels. No. Get the word. The believer is too loaded to fail. Over there in 2 Peter, I believe it is, chapter 1, verse 3, the Bible talks about that we've received everything we need that pertains to life and godliness. Everything we need has been provided to us by God. So when we accept depression, anxiety, none of that is in my sermon, but I feel it in this atmosphere, and I'm going to talk about it tonight. When we accept that, we're accepting a lie from the enemy, and we're wondering what's wrong with our children, what's wrong with our young people. They need to be touched by the power of God. But if the adults are recommending we believe the doctors more than we believe this bible not me i don't hallelujah i believe this word jesus is the great physician either he is or he isn't see what you're going to find out about me and other full gospel preachers there is no neutral ground with us. People either hate us or they like us. There is no, well, I kind of like Chris Hall, but I kind of, no, 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 no. You either like a full gospel preacher or you hate them. And I'm going to tell you the people that can't stand preachers like me. It's religious people who think that if they sit on a pew, they're on their way to heaven. You can sit on the pew from the time you're born until the time you die. But until you make up a decision that you're going to follow Jesus with everything that's in you you're gonna miss it hallelujah no if it's not in this book and it's not promised to me I don't want it I'm not accepting anything that's not in this word we got to spend more time in this word if we want to see our families change. We've got to spend more time in this word if we want to see our churches change. We're not going to set a church on fire by preaching on a few thoughts. I said it last night, and I'm going to keep on saying it because I hope some preacher that has dried up is watching me on Facebook realizing that you're not going to win people by going through the same routine. You've got to get people back to the word of God. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Somebody shout the word. If you ask most people, pastor, if you ask them, quote me about 10 scriptures. Uh, uh, the Lord know my heart. No, why don't you know this Bible? Muslims and atheists know it better than believers. We've got, to, we've got to tighten up, church. But if you ask them those 10 characters on their favorite television show, they can tell you all about them, and that's just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, you see, her, you know, she was dating him, but then they broke up, and then they got back together. I mean, it was wild, you know what I'm saying? What about this book? But people say, well, you know, 
I'm just into the drama. I like the drama. Oh, you want to find some drama? Pick up this book. This thing will keep you going for days. Hallelujah. For years, you'll read stuff you didn't even know was in there. You say, where in the world did this come from? It's in the Bible. All that stuff you see on television, you can find a lot of it in the Word of God. But many people stay out of this book because the same book, hallelujah, that will heal you, sometimes it'll hurt you. It will cut you. You say, oh my goodness, that hurt. But I'm telling you, after you've been cut, he'll come back through there. He'll heal you again. That word isn't meant to destroy you. That word is meant to put you back together. Not only will it put you back together, it'll put your marriage back together. It'll put your church back together. It'll put your city back together. The church has to get back to the word of God. There is only one one thing that the devil can't do anything with it's the word of God it's not a magazine it's not a TV show it's the word of God for the word of God is quick and powerful sharper than any two-edged sword I'm telling you whatever problem that the devil has against you break open this word and you'll defeat that devil hallelujah somebody shout amen See, I didn't plan on talking about that. But thank God for the word. How many of you thank him for his word? Some of you have been in deep trouble, but you got one word from God and it pulled you out of the mess that you were in. I'm not denying depression. It's real. But you don't have to put up with it. The prophet Elijah, depressed, Broken down. Don't want to preach anymore. I know what that feels like. Because of a spirit of Jezebel that wants to shut his mouth. That's the spirit that is rampant in most churches today. It is a spirit of Jezebel. What do I mean by that? You go over there in the Old Testament and you read about her. She was a woman that was controlling every move that her husband made. Her husband was looking over at his neighbor's vineyard one day and she said, what is it, honey? He said, I want that vineyard, but they won't sell it to me. She said, I tell you what, I'll go over there and take it from them. That's a spirit of Jezebel. It's controlling. It's manipulating. It's either their way or the highway but I know a power that's greater than that spirit of Jezebel this word the blood the name of Jesus will not only deal with that spirit but every other spirit that's not like God that wants to control men and women of God that wants to shut their mouth you won't shut my mouth I will open my mouth and declare the word of the Lord from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same the name of the Lord is to be praised Before I cut it off, I'll add more to it. Pastor Chris, if I'm going to run them off, I'm not going to run them off in coach. I'm going to run them off first class. If you're going to get out of here, get out of here quick. Hallelujah. Amen. I told you that's why the evangelist comes. <laughs> I don't care what I say. Hallelujah. Had a pastor <laughs> tell me one time. I can't have you at my church. I said, you sure right. You sure can't. Because I'm going to run through everything in there, starting with you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've been around you too long, Dr. Butts. 
That's why I liked him when I went to college. I said, I like this man. He's not afraid of confrontation. He meets it head on. Hallelujah. You've got to do that when you're a leader in the church. People think pastors and ministers are supposed to be weak. No, 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 no. You better go back and read Jesus. Read what Jesus would do. People say, well, what would Jesus do, evangelists? He would get a whip and go into the house of God and whip everything out of there that shouldn't be in there. That's what we need in the church. We need to come in on Sunday morning and bring a whip and everything that has turned the house of God into something that it shouldn't be. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. But you have made it something else. When people make the house of God something that it shouldn't be, there has to be somebody to rise up and say, get this out of God's house. Where is the boldness in the church? Where is the fire in the church? Get it out of his house. That worship that's dead and dry, don't want to stand up, don't want to sing. Get it out of his house. We got to get back to this book. Because when you stand for this book, God will back you every single time. Jezebel thought she was, she was on the incline, but God brought her down. Oh, hallelujah. He brought that sister down. She wasn't seeking after God. And then there's that spirit of Ahab, weak men, men that won't stand. Men that send their families to church rather than bring them. Yeah, those two spirits that go together. Oh, yeah. But we don't have any Ahabs and Jezebel in here tonight. Because if we do, we're going to point you out and we're going to get you free in Jesus' name. So if you even feel as though... <laughs> You, you, you shouldn't look so stoic. If, if, like, maybe that spirit is on you, you should at least say amen so I don't think it's you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. That spirit doesn't like the Lord to have his way. But it can't stand. Elijah was depressed because Jezebel said, I'm going to kill you tomorrow. That's what that spirit told him. I'm going to kill you tomorrow. He had just seen a great victory. Every pastor, every preacher, every person in ministry, when you've seen great victories in the ministry, you better believe that spirit is going to come and try to discourage you, try to break you down and tear you down, and you have to make a decision. No, you are a liar. God called me. God anointed me. God set me apart for the work of the ministry, and I'm not going down one one split second. It's the spirit of Jezebel. Elijah's depressed. Then there's old uh, Pastor Jonah, Prophet Jonah. Oh Lord, just kill me. That's depression. Elijah asked God to kill him. 
Moses asked God to kill him. Jonah asked God to kill him. Three powerful men of God, but when it shows you the devil doesn't care who you are. He attacks the pastor just like he attacks everybody else in the church. But when you've got this word down on the inside of you, they got so tired of the prophet Elijah, they said, are you the one that's troubling Israel? He said, oh, nobody. I'm not the one troubling Israel. Y'all are keeping up all this mess. Y'all are keeping up all this confusion but I tell you what Elijah knew who he was he was a man of God filled with the spirit of almighty God and maybe you in the ministry and you're down and you're discouraged but there's a word stirring up in you this weekend you're about to get back up you're about to let Jezebel know you don't get the last laugh you should have took me out when you had the chance but I've got a fresh fire I've got a fresh anointing I've got a fresh wind I've got a fresh oil if that's you in this room Take 30 seconds and give God a praise in this house. You're not going down. You're going all the way up. In Jesus' name. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, let's just thank the Lord for about a few seconds. We thank you tonight. Thank you that that spirit of heaviness is coming off of people. That spirit of depression, that spirit of anxiety, sickness and infirmity, disease, no more. It has no place in this room. In the name of Jesus. You're going to run harder than you've ever run before. You're going to sing louder than you've ever sung before. You're going to preach, hallelujah, with a boldness and a fire like you've never preached before. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm already preaching. Don't get worried. You know, we stayed here a long time last night. And I loved it. I got to the Waffle House and I thought, hmm, let's start church in here too. Hallelujah. Because they could use it. Glory to God. Somebody say amen. Yeah, you got the fire with you. Take it everywhere you go. Take it everywhere. Don't be one of those people that say, I sure wish our church would get on fire, but you're dead. How about you help us gather the sticks and let's get a fire rolling? Can I tell you something? I'm from the country, so we used to burn everything that, you know, we just, that's what we did. We did. We just burned it all. I can't tell you how many times I had fellowship with Mr. Belt from my grandfather because we were burning stuff down out in the field and in the backyard. Yeah, some of you will catch, you'll catch that a little later. I said, Mr. Belt or Switch or whatever they could get, to hallelujah, to put on us. Kids today need some of that. I see kids talking back to their parents. I want to slap them with my own hand. You're paying all the bills and they're talking trash to you. Not in this house. Hallelujah. My grandmother will slap you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That's how one of the guys growing up, ha, I just remember that. One of the guys growing up, that's how he got baptized in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> My great-grandmother took that hand and slapped the taste out of his mouth. That brother was speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. Hallelujah. God will make sure you get it one way or the other. Hallelujah. Say amen to me. 
Hallelujah. So tonight after service, if you need that extra slap, I'll be standing on this end. Hallelujah. For everybody that needs that kind of ministry. Hallelujah. But no, what I've learned is people will want everybody else to be on fire. They will blame the deadness on everybody else, but they're not contributing anything to the house of God. Second Chronicles 15. Bible, I'm in the New Living, but I told you I got the King James right here to keep the New Living sanctified and consecrated. I got it's right there. It's right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded. Can I tell you something? You see, but yeah, let's go back. Because you have to, you know me, I can I can preach off just a few phrases. Because this thing is in my spirit. The Spirit of God came upon Azariah, son of Oded. Here you are. This is Israel's, one of their lowest spiritual points. Not hearing anything from God. They don't know which way to go. They don't know what to do. But they need to hear from the Lord. When you don't know which way to go as a church, as an individual, as a family, as a ministry, you need to hear from the Spirit of God. But in order for you to hear from the Spirit of God, somebody has to be filled with the Spirit and not afraid to open up their mouth and speak. How many services have we been in where there was a word for the people of God, but we shut it off? Or God was giving you something, and you say, well, they don't really like me at this church, or I'm not that person, or I'm not that person. It does not matter. If the Spirit of God is within you, you're supposed to yield yourself to God's Spirit to use you whenever He wills. Not just in church. The Bible says to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Not the salt and light of the church. Too many people want to be the salt and light of the church. Take the salt and the light outside of the four walls and take it to the people who really need it. But not only do we need people who are willing, we need people who are actually filled with the Spirit of Almighty God. Because if you're filled with the flesh, you will speak the things after the flesh. But if you are filled with the Spirit, you will speak the things of the Spirit. And in churches, we cannot be afraid to let the Spirit of God speak because we're afraid something's going to happen. Or it may flop. Well, if it flops, that's a teaching moment. I've had to do it before. Been in meetings, some person jumps up who's so zealous and they got to speak in tongues and they got a word. And then the interpretation is way off. Like, where did you get that from? I'm like, church, this is a teaching moment. The sister that just gave that word, don't do that. That's out of order. That wasn't, that wasn't in line with the scripture. If you want to know how to move in the spirit, don't do that and you'll be all right. See how quiet it gets? He may offend somebody. No, it's called order. Let me, let, me, let me show you something. I'm going to get back to this, but let me show you something. Because I'm telling you, people don't know what's in this book. They don't know what's in this book. Paul said, 
over in one letter to the Corinthian church, what is this I hear? That a man is sleeping with his stepmother, basically. He said, what is this I hear about in the church? He didn't say, I'm going to come to the church and cast the spirit of lust out. That's not what he said. He said, tell that man he better stop doing that or we're going to hand him over to the devil. That's the kind of church I like. If they don't do right, give them to the devil. That's what Paul did. People don't like that kind of talk. Seeker-sensitive, user-friendly churches, you'll never hear them use that verse. Paul said, give him over to the devil that he might learn to repent. What was Paul saying? He wasn't saying God didn't love the man. He's saying this man is doing something that he shouldn't do as a Christian. And if he's really a Christian, he will knock that off. He will stop that foolishness and get back right with God. If he doesn't, put him out of the church and let the devil deal with him. And maybe he'll come to a place of repentance. Somebody say the Spirit of God. The Bible teaches us that where the Spirit of the Lord is... There's liberty. Come on, say it like you didn't pass away two weeks ago. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's freedom. You can tell a church that doesn't move in the Spirit because there's a bunch of bondage and not freedom. Afraid to lift their hands. Afraid to shout. Afraid to come to the altar. No. The Spirit of God. When you're in a dark place, when you're low spiritually, you need an encounter with the Spirit of the living God. The Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. Let's go to the next verse. Hallelujah. And he went out to meet King Asa, and as he was returning from the battle, listen to me, Asa, he shouted. Listen, all you people of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you. Let's go to the next verse. The Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Will stay with you as long as you stay with him. But check that out. You, he says, but whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him. Churches are wondering, where is the Lord? Where is the revival? When you abandon him, he will abandon you. Some churches meet on Sunday and everybody is there except the Spirit of God. He's not there. Well, why is he not there? He's not allowed. Let's go to the next verse. Hallelujah. Now, Pay attention to the language here. For a long time, long time, Israel, the people of God, was without the true God. It didn't say they didn't have religion. They were without the true God. It is possible for the church to be moving in their activities with no God. For a long time, there was a pastor that called me. Let's stay on this verse. He called me. He said, I just started this church. We've been in this church X amount of years. We have not had a revival since I started it. That's what he told me. I said, why not? It doesn't fit into the way we do. See, that's the problem. Now, I'm not against people having a drink of coffee and a donut 
before they come into the house of the Lord. That doesn't, I'm fine with that. I love donuts. I love food. Thank you, Miss Paula, for my food today. It was very good. We had hash. We had corn. We had blueberry cobbler. Thank you, Lord. We had sweet tea. We had rolls. Broccoli casserole. And I got more in my room to eat after church tonight. Hallelujah. God doesn't forget about you. Hallelujah. Ain't that right? Amen. Y'all fed me so good the other night. Woo, glory. A long time Israel was without the true God. Doing things in the name of religion but not in relationship. You can be coming to church but there be no true God. There was no truth to the religion they were practicing. Without a priest to teach them. One translation basically says, preachers were there, they just weren't preaching the truth. <laughs> Sounds like another nation that I know. People are filling the pulpit, but nothing's happening. And without the law to instruct them. Now, if you go to Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, and you can keep these verses up. These are just reference verses. The Bible begins to talk to you about the kind of spirit the Holy Spirit is. What kind of spirit is Holy Spirit? The Bible says the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. It will be a spirit of wisdom and understanding, spirit of counsel, spirit of strength, a spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. The Bible says here in 2 Chronicles 15 that the Spirit of the Lord came upon Azariah. We need encounters with the Spirit. What is this Spirit? Who is this Spirit? 1 Samuel chapter 10 verse 6, the Bible says the Spirit would begin to rush upon Saul and he would begin to prophesy and he would be changed into another man. The Spirit of God makes you a totally different person. That's how you know many people are not filled because they are the same. Somebody say the Spirit of God. When Samuel anointed David in the midst of his brothers, the Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord came upon David mightily from that day forward. When the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, there will be evidence. There will be evidence. Isaiah 61 and 1, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. To do what? To bring good news to the afflicted. Bind up the brokenhearted. Preach liberty to the captives and free the prisoners. We need the Spirit of the Lord. If you look over here in 2 Chronicles 15, notice what he says in verse 5 and 6. During those dark times, it wasn't even safe to travel. Problems troubled the people of every land. Verse 6, nation fought against nation and city against city, for God was troubling them with every kind of problem. Now, here is the thing. The Bible does not say that the devil did it. God was troubling them. Because what did he say a few verses earlier? That as long as you stay with me, I'm going to stay with you. But if you abandon me 
I will abandon you. If God is your problem, only God is your solution. The problem in the church today is we've turned away from a living God. And the Bible says nation rose up against nation. That's national conflict. You're seeing it right before your eyes. Is it happening today? You keep reading, it says, city rose up against city. You've gone from national conflict to local conflict. The King James says there was no peace to him who went out or to him who came in. We've got locks on every door, double locks. Locked a deadbolt, hallelujah. Locked the windows. Locked the garage door. Don't leave anything open. I live by myself, and I locked the bedroom door. Ain't nobody coming in here. No. No peace. Now, let me help you out. I don't live in fear, hallelujah. I don't live in fear. I don't have a reason to fear. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. This fear is just all over me. Get it off. Hallelujah. That anxiety, my anxiety. No, I don't have anxiety. I don't have a mental health problem. I've got the blood. The Bible says in Isaiah 26 and 3, whose mind is stayed on me, I will keep him in perfect peace. Either God's telling the truth or he's telling the truth because he is not a liar. If you don't have peace, it's because you don't believe for it. <laughs> it's just that simple. Bible says that they were afraid. People are afraid. Well, I'm afraid to go to that store at night because I tell you, they really get wild. Now, I'm not saying be foolish. Use wisdom. Hallelujah. This is what I tell people. Take the blood, plead the blood of Jesus, have the angels on their assignment, and keep a Louisville slugger bat in the side of your door in case somebody runs up on you. Hallelujah. I got that from the year we went to uh, uh, Fine Arts that year. I still have my Louisville Slugger. It's a little bitty thing, too. But, boy, it'll knock the daylights out of you. Hallelujah. No, you're not going to steal my car, hallelujah, that I've been working for and God blessed me with. No, you're going to get this, slu this Slugger across your head. People were afraid to go anywhere. They were afraid to do anything. We're seeing that in this nation right now. You know how many people, before we go overseas, people tell me, my brother, uh, be careful on the mission field. You may die in Africa. You don't have to go to Africa to die. You can die in the United States of America. But guess what? I'm not dying. I'm going to live until my time is up. Hallelujah. I'm going to go. I'm going to run my race. I'm not going to be looking over my shoulder, wondering what's going to happen to me. There will be no accidental death in my life. I've got the blood. I've got the angels. I've got the Holy Ghost. I've got the name of Jesus. I've got, hallelujah, a covering surrounding me. Well, you know, brother, anything can happen at any time. Not to me. Speak that for yourself. I am covered by the blood. They were afraid. They were fearful. There was high crime in Israel. And there were safety concerns. It sounds like what we see in our world today. Our culture is experiencing this same chaos. This same confusion. 
But verse 3 tells you the reason for the chaos. God. Bible says, long time they were without God, without a priest, without the law. No true God. God was missing from the culture. You're not going to change the world by becoming like the world. We're not going to change the world by looking like the world. We're not going to change the world sounding like the world. I've never seen so many believers who are taking backward steps. The things that we came out of when we gave ourselves to the Lord, we're trying, now you've got believers trying to figure out, well, how much alcohol can we drink just to say we're still a Christian? What are you doing? People in the world are trying to get off of it and the church trying to find out how much they can drink. You're a little too old school for me. I'm in this book. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whoever is deceived thereby is not wise. How are you going to be filled with the Holy Ghost and a wine and a spirit at the same time? Make up your mind. Which spirit do you want? Do you want the spirit of the living God or do you want what the devil is offering? Yes, I'm going to preach it hard. I'm going to preach it strong because the church... Church is going backwards. The church is trying to find out how much weed they can smoke to say, well, I need this for my condition. No, you need to get to the altar and get hands laid on you and break the power of the enemy. I like that little kid right there. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, I need it for my health condition. Get healed from Jehovah Rapha. It's time to wake up. If you get filled with the Spirit, you don't need that wine and spirits. What does it look like a Holy Ghost filled person going into the wine and spirit store? It's a spirit in a bottle. Either you're going to be intoxicated by the one that was poured out in Acts chapter 2 or the one that's down the street at the ABC store. Brother Jay. When you preach like that, they don't invite you. Hey, I'm not their preacher. They're going backwards. No, we're going to go forward. But I tell you what, you won't find people like that in Holy Ghost field churches. They don't have time to drink. We in church all the time. The only thing we're allowed to do as believers is eat. Hallelujah. That's all we got. We don't cuss. We don't drink. We don't smoke. All we can do is eat. Thank God for food. Say amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's all we can do. We can't do anything else. How many of you know you're having a good time as a Christian? I am. I'm having a good time. There was chaos in the society because God wasn't there. We're seeing a culture marginalize God like we've never seen before. And can I tell you something? The further God is removed from the culture, the greater the chaos within the culture. God didn't say there wasn't any religion. He said people weren't going to the, he didn't say people weren't going to the temple or they weren't going to church. They were saying their prayers. There was plenty of that. But there was no truth. There was no real seeking after God. That's why I loved that altar call last night. 
You don't have to tell people what to do. Crying out to the Lord. Lord, help us. That's what this revival is about, seeking after God. This revival is not called, wait on Jay Boyd to lay hands on me. This is seeking after God. And people, they will throw a fit if you don't lay. You skip me. I didn't even see you. I'm not talking about anybody here. I'm talking about on the road outside of North Carolina. Hallelujah. Because we don't have that here in this state. You skip me. I'm offended. It's funny because it's the truth. That's what people say to me. I've heard people say that to me before. You skip me at the altar. You should have been focused on the Lord, not focused on me. You got brothers and sisters around you to lay hands on you, to speak life back into you. I'm not the only person anointed in this room. Hallelujah. Boy, I'm preaching strong. Hallelujah. And I'm loving it. Glory to God. We've got to get back to truth. I saw people who would get over in the corner, break away from everybody else. They weren't looking for what was next. They knew they needed a touch from God. And that's what we're doing every time we come to this altar. God, I'm going to stay here. It was about 10 o'clock when we left here last night. I said, oh my goodness. I was up for two and a half hours. I went back and watched myself today a little bit. I said, wow. I'm going for three tonight. <laughs> Clap that up. Hallelujah. Somebody say a long time. There was no true God. People want God in the vicinity, but they don't want his expectations for living. Dr. Butts and I were talking about it today, and that thing stuck in my spirit. Many believers, I believe in the Lord, I believe, I believe, but they don't follow him. Believing will get me in. No, 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 no. The Bible says the demons believe, but they're still going to hell. If any man is going to come after me and follow me, let him first deny himself. I don't get to live the way I want to live. Deny himself, take up his cross, and follow. Not just believe. Follow. We've got, to, the Bible says over, I believe, in the book of Hosea, to follow on to know the Lord. Guy wrote a book one time, Kyle Eidelman, follower or fan? Fans show up to the game, but they're not going to get out there on the field. Say Amen. When the truth about God and the true God is marginalized, you can expect there to be decay in the culture. How many of you women in here love to shop? Hey. Amen. <laughs> let me see you again because I want to make sure I saw you. All the women that love to shop, let me see you again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Most people, when they shop, they shop all the time, but they really shop when things are on sale. Come on, say amen to that. <laughs> My brother threw his hand back over there. Yep, hallelujah. 
You can tell when a sale is going on at a store because people are everywhere. I won't mention that old crazy sale that we have after Thanksgiving, that Black Fridays. I don't do that. I can't take it. I can't handle it. But you know what's interesting to me? People show up, they stand in line. We're going to get our new stuff tonight. Why are they there? Because things are not full price, they're discounted. That's how people are in the church. They don't mind God. They just don't want him at full price. They want him at a discount. Lord, if I can do this, that, and the other, I'll serve you. No, 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 no. You've got to make up in your mind. I'm going to pay the full price. I'm not talking about for your sins. Jesus paid that. But there is a price to pay when you're going to serve the Lord, and you're not going to be like everybody else. Come on, say that tonight. I'm not like everybody else. I'm not going to live like everybody else. Your Christianity should stand out above other people. People who are living for God with that discounted stuff, I'm telling you, Jesus said it in Matthew 7. Many will say in that day, Lord, did I not? Did I not? Did I not? Yes, you did do that, but you were a worker of iniquity. You did not sell everything to follow me. There are some things, some of us in this room, there is only one thing that's keeping you from selling out to God. You're holding on to one thing. But you've got to know that God is great enough, great enough to fix that thing, to remove that thing, to break the power of that thing off of your life. People have lowered the standard. God does not lower his standard for man. He demands that man raise his standard to his. I got to do a little correcting tonight. That's why I'm going this direction. The Bible says the second thing was there was no teaching priest. The preachers were preaching. They weren't saying anything. When God is removed and the truth about him is not communicated to the culture, they start adopting a worldview that is carnal. Anything goes. Anything is allowed. There's no difference between the people of God and the people who are in the world. The teachers and the preachers were not teaching and preaching the standard. Third thing, there was no law. When you don't have God and you don't have preachers and teaching priests, I'm telling you, chaos will be everywhere. Look at what's going on. What's missing? God. And preachers who are not afraid to tell the truth. Like me. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, sister. Hallelujah. Because I'm going to tell it. I promise you I'm going to tell it. I've had older preachers tell me, man, you're really rough. No, I'm biblical. I'm biblical. And we need more Bible preachers and Bible teachers. Say amen to that. Bible says, no true God, no teaching priest. In the book of Acts, you know, they told them, stop preaching in that 
name. Why? Because when you preach in that name, people start getting healed. People start changing. People start taking their witchcraft books and burning them up and saying they want to serve God. They stop doing sorcery and everything else that's under the pits of hell. He said, you got to stop preaching in that name. Boy, and I could see those apostles. What are you talking about? What did you say to us? Stop preaching in that name. Stop preaching. They said, we tell you what, let's make a deal. Not only are we not going to stop preaching in this name, but we're going to keep going from city to city to city, wreaking a bunch of havoc on the kingdom of Satan. <laughs> you don't hear responses like that often. The government told us to shut up, so let's just shut up. No. Send this message to the president. This young man will preach today, he will preach tomorrow, and he will preach for the rest of his life an unadulterated, uncompromising word of the living God. That's the message preachers need to send to the White House. I'm not going to shut up in my church. I'm going to preach it. Hallelujah. Preach it in the morning. Preach it in the evening. Preach it in the midnight hour. This gospel will change this nation from the inside out I won't shut up I won't be quiet I won't be silent shout hallelujah in this house no I'm not listening to what the government says when they say something that's out of alignment with the word of God so the next time they say shut the door to the church, I'm going to tell them shut up. You don't get to speak about the church. You don't get to tell us how we operate as children of the living God. You're not a part of the covenant. You have no place in the work. When Nehemiah was rebuilding that wall and Sanballat and Tobiah came to him trying to get him to stop, he told him, hey, hey, hey I don't want to hear what you've got to say. You're not in covenant with us. You don't know our God. You don't know what we're doing. I will not listen to you. I will not come down off of this wall. And I'm telling you tonight, I'm going to stay on the wall. I'm going to preach this word hallelujah this revival is going to run everything that's lukewarm up out of here and it won't be back it won't be back they told Jesus we got a we got an email today I'm putting it in 21st century Jesus the ministry received an email from who from Herod. What does he want? Herod says, uh, you might need to tone it down a little bit. Jesus said, go tell that fox. See, I told you, I like how Jesus did ministry. Go tell that fox. Today, and tomorrow, I'm going to preach 
and I'm going to cast out devils. And on the third day, I'm going to be perfected. Basically, he was saying, you go tell Herod, I'm not going to stop preaching. I'm going to keep on preaching. I'm going to make the devil nervous every time I walk out of this house. And I'm telling you, some of you are about to get on fire with the Holy Ghost. Go tell Joe Biden. Go tell the governor of this state. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to shut up. You're going to have to deal with me until the rapture of the church. God's about to set the church on fire with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Go tell that fox. And whoever becomes president next, tell that one. Brother, you shouldn't talk like that. I'm just following Jesus. Say amen. amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Ah, thank you. I feel the anointing. Amen. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Ah, sort of. Just lift your hands before the Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord's moving on us right now. He's moving on hearts right now. Thank you for healing, Lord. Thank you for healing, Lord. Thank you for healing and wholeness. I speak strength in her body right now. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your healing touch. That she will not have a year this year like she's had last year. Father, I thank you for a new year in Jesus' name. Thank you for the Holy Spirit that's in this room. Thank you for reviving us. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you for your spirit. My brother, the hand of the Lord's all over you. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your touch. Thank you for your power. That's it. The hand of God's all over you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Renewed, restored, replenished in Jesus' mighty name. That's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That's this spirit that I've been preaching about all night. The spirit of God coming upon you like a mighty rushing wind. Coming upon you like a flood flowing out of you from the inside out. In the name of Jesus. Things that have been hard in the past, they're going to be easy this year. The Lord's making the way straight in the name of Jesus. The Lord's leading you, guiding you, directing you. The Lord's setting you back on track. Hallelujah. Then you're going to do more damage to the kingdom of darkness than you've done in a long time. Get ready, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on and give the Lord a shout in this room. I feel faith. I feel faith rising in here. Woo! Hallelujah! Come on, give him a shout of praise in this room. Let a shout rise up in here. Let the glory of the Lord fill the tabernacle. I'll praise him. Hallelujah. Praise him in the song. Praise him in the dance. Praise him with the lifting of your hands. Let everything, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, kind spirit. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can't get away from it. 
and accelerated grace and accelerated grace coming into that church hallelujah to explode that thing from the inside out hallelujah acceleration you're not going to be waiting until the end of the year hallelujah by the time Easter comes glory to God God says get ready for a new overflow it's about to flow at an accelerated rate you waited for a long time but it's not going to take a long time now old things are just getting started get ready says the spirit of almighty God I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost that church is about to burn 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 with the fire of the Holy Ghost hallelujah oh come on praise the Lord come on praise the Lord every pastor is getting a fresh wind every evangelist is getting a fresh wind every worship leader God's anointing you afresh every person in this room it's your time it's your hour to go forth in the power of the Holy Ghost if you believe that take about 30 seconds stand on your feet and give God a great shout This state shall be shaken by the power of Almighty God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Benson shall be saved to the glory of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Stay standing on your feet. Hallelujah. Faith has risen in this room. I've learned a long time ago as a preacher, when faith rises, you just shut your mouth and be done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, Lord. That's it. Hallelujah. The fire of the Holy Ghost. The Lord sets you on fire. Fire, fire, fire. That's it. The hand of God's on you. No more tears. Joy. No more tears. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. The devil's going to have to lose his hold. He's not going to trouble you and your family. Devil, get your hands off in the name of Jesus. Freedom in Jesus' name. Fire of the Holy Ghost, never the same after this revival. Total, total, total surrender. Total surrender. Oh, I've got more I want to do through you, said the Lord. I've got more I want to speak to you. I want to use you in a mighty way. I want to use you in a powerful way. Somebody praise the Lord in this room. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I feel the presence of the Lord. The fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of the Holy Spirit flowing in you, flowing out of you like never before. In the name of Jesus, you've got work to do. Oh, Woo, receive that fresh anointing. Receive that fresh grace. No more containment and confinement. No more holding it in. Let it out. Oh, there's some encounters coming in the days to come. The Lord says you're going to encounter, you're going to have some divine encounters that are going to mark your life for the rest of your life. For the Lord says, I have need of you. I have need of you. You've got a place in my work. You've got a place in my kingdom. 
Oh, and you're going to see that place more clearly now than you've ever seen it before. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Father, I thank you. Thank you tonight for your anointing. Thank you for your Holy Ghost and power. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The Lord resets. It's a reset. The Lord's resetting you tonight. Oh, no. Devil's not going to shut you up. Devil's not going to shut you down. You're going to roar. You're going to praise. Hallelujah. Spirit of God's coming on you now. That's it. Receive it. Receive it. Sister Becky, come on back here with me. Hallelujah. If you're going to be up here, I'm going to get you to help me out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just lay your hands on her. Hallelujah. Shalarabaka. Fresh fire of the Holy Ghost. That's it. That's it. Hallelujah. Begin to pray. Come on, begin to pray. I feel the Holy Ghost in this room. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching my sister, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. The Lord heard your prayer. The Lord has heard your prayer. You've cried out and the Lord has heard you. The Lord has not forgotten about you. And the Lord will do what he says in his word he will do. The Lord is faithful to his promises. He is faithful to his word. And if he has said it in his word, you will see that thing come to pass before, hallelujah, before the year is out. You're going to see the testimonies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Presence of the Lord's in this room. Presence of the Lord is in this room. The Lord goes into your body and he touches you physically. A physical healing touch from the inside out in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for divine health. Total restoration in her body from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. New lungs in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. The Lord sees that and the Lord touches you tonight in a special way. You will know, you will be able to tell in your body that the Lord has done something new. You're not going to feel the same way you felt in the past. New energy and new strength is flowing through this body in Jesus name. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let's lift our voices right here. Father, we thank you. Oh, 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 oh. oh hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to do something a little different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're in this room tonight and you haven't accepted Christ as Lord and Savior, maybe you went backwards, you backslid, you took steps back, and the Lord's welcoming you back home tonight. If you've never accepted Christ... Or you have and you haven't been faithful to your walk with the Lord. This is a time to come down to this altar and to get things right with the Lord. I believe everybody in this room can understand me and they speak English. And I'm, I'm not going to beg there. I'm not going to 
just waste any time. But if you know that's you, I want you to come to this altar. We had some people rededicate last night. We had people get back on the right track. But I'm telling you, if that's you, I want you to come. I want you to come. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because the Lord is welcoming you. The Lord is saying he loves you. He loves you just the way you are. But he loves you too much to leave you that way. Hallelujah. You say, I, I need to get things right with the Lord. I want to seek after God. And I'm not letting this revival meeting pass. Hallelujah. I see a couple coming down together. Come on. Come on. Give God a praise. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. Come on. I'm going to give some more people some time. Hallelujah. I got more souls coming. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on. This is revival. We're in a revival meeting. This is what I'm talking about. Marriage is coming back to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You couples that are here at this altar, I want you to repeat after me. Father in heaven, we come before you tonight. Forgive us of our sins. Cleanse our hearts. Cleanse our minds. Fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your love. Fill us with your grace. We receive your restoration. In the name of Jesus. Now, some of you husbands and wives out there, I need you to come and get around these couples and begin to pray, begin to intercede. Come on. I don't come. Thank you, Josh. I see you and your wife moving. Come on, wrap your arms around them. Begin to pray for them. You don't have to be a couple. Come lay your hands on your brother, on your sister. Hallelujah. We're praying for restoration. The Lord sees and the Lord knows. And the Lord restores you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, a cleansing from the inside out, a restoration from the inside out, the love of Almighty God flowing in you and through you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It takes courage to stand out. Oh, it takes courage. And the Lord honors that. He honors that. The Lord sees you. The Lord sets you on a new track. You'll never be the same again. Every man, every woman. Thank you for those of you that came down here. Hallelujah. The Lord restores you. The Lord sets you on the right track. The devil has to take his hands off of you. What the devil meant for evil, God's turning that thing around for the good. In the name of Jesus, I wish the church would help me celebrate tonight night you've got brothers and sisters that have come back home to the Lord we bless them in Jesus name we bless them in Jesus name no more heartache and pain come on pray you're not making me nervous by praying come on now I need all my brothers and sisters that are hungry for more. Get to this altar. Hallelujah. Let's get to this altar. Let's cry out. Let's go after God. Hallelujah. Y'all can start the songs. Hallelujah. Let's go after the Lord. Oh, come on. Fill this altar in. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, for the anointing. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Thank you that we're not going home the same. We're being healed. We're being delivered. We're being restored. People are coming back. Hallelujah. Young men are coming to the altar saying, God I want more hallelujah more of the fire more of the spirit more of the anointing more of his presence more of his glory hallelujah come on church
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah, turn it on up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church. Lift your voices. Lift your voices. you know the song, sing it and pray and worship. Do whatever you need to do. Hallelujah. Let it fall, God. Pastor Chris, will you come over? Hallelujah. Lay hands on these young men. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Rain down. Rain down. Rain down. Rain down. Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Shanda Rabako. Rain down, Holy Spirit, rain down. Come on, church, press into the Holy Ghost. Let the Spirit of God rain down on you tonight. Woo, I feel the fire of the Holy Ghost. We need it again, God. Holy Spirit. Come on, saints, pray at this altar. Pray for your brothers and sisters in the Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We need more. More of the Holy Spirit. Let your power fall. Let your voice be heard. Oh, oh come and change our hearts as we stand on your word. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for the Spirit of God. Thank you for the Spirit of God. Thank you for your touch, Lord. Use Him, Father, for your glory. Come on, church. Cry out to the Lord like poor men, like poor women. Cry out, hallelujah. Healing. Healing flow through this body in Jesus' name. Let His steps get stronger and stronger in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we believe you tonight by faith. Their family, we pray for their family. We cover their family in the name of Jesus. Not one soul lost. Not one soul lost in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father. I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Come on, church. Let's press in tonight. Let's press in tonight. I love how you all are praying for each other. I love how you're doing that tonight. God, touch them tonight. Use them tonight in the name of Jesus. They didn't come to church just to come to church. They believe in you for something, Lord, and I'm standing with them. I'm believing with them that it's already done. It's already done. It's already breaking through in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Spirit of the living God. Fall fresh, Lord. Fall fresh, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Let us see the moves of God in the last days. Let us see your power. Let us see your glory. Let us see the move of your spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, pour it out, Lord. Pour it out, Lord. Pour it out, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Let her steps get stronger and stronger. 
She will not get weaker and weaker, but you will be her strength every day of her life in the name of Jesus. Oh, the Bible says, even when they are older and gray-headed, I will not forsake them. The Lord's not going to forsake you. He's not going to leave you. He's not going to forget about you. Father, I thank you tonight. I thank you tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you that they shall recover. That's your word. They shall recover. I release that anointing for recovery in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Come on, church. There's an anointing. There's an anointing of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We're not in a rush at this altar. We're going to seek the Lord. We're going to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord's going to anoint you for the work that he's called you to. Don't think you don't have what it takes. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Don't be nervous. Don't be fearful. Don't be afraid. Don't think you don't have it. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, what are people going to say? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The Lord's going to help you. The Lord's going to help you. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. Oh, this whole family. I bless this family. In the name of Jesus, God's going to use this family. Oh, God's going to use this family for his glory. Oh, hallelujah. God's going to use these children in the ministry. Oh, Jesus. Oh, he's going to use them in the ministry. He's going to use them mightily for his work. Continue to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, I feel the anointing rising. Father, I thank you for your healing touch. Thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Oh, in the name of Jesus, you're going to come alive in the Spirit. The power of the Holy Ghost is going to be upon you in a mighty way. The Lord's soothing all of the doubts. And he's calming all of the fears. You're going to have a peace when you sleep at night. You're going to have a joy when you walk through the day. You're not going to be worried. You're not going to be troubled. For the Lord is with you. Oh, there's going to be a sweet rest come over you in the days to come. In the name of Jesus, the Lord has seen you. Oh, the Lord has seen you. Come on, let's worship the Lord. Thank you, Father. Come on, cry out to the Lord tonight. Father, we need you tonight. We're desperate for you tonight, Lord. Feel us, Lord. Feel us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Woo! Oh, the anointing.
anointing is falling in this room. Anointing. Fall on me. Anointing. Fall on me. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. Let it fall, Lord. Let it fall, Lord. Let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me. Woo. Shatarabaka. Oh, let it fall. Let it fall. Let it fall. As the anointing is falling, I want you to begin to pray for all of your unsaved loved ones. Begin to call their names out to the Lord. Lord, I'm believing for salvation. I'm believing. Come on, call out your nieces, your nephews, your children, your grandchildren. Hallelujah. My children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be their peace. My family will be called into the ministry. They'll do the work of the Lord. They're coming off of the drugs. They're coming off of the alcohol. They're coming out of the adultery. They're coming out of the fornication. They're coming out of the homosexuality they're coming out of the lesbianism there is nothing there is nothing there is nothing too hard for God anointing of the Holy Ghost fall on us tonight come on and pray for your loved ones call them in tonight hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yeah, turn that one up back there. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. I feel the glory rising on this. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. Oh, we need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. All honor belongs to you, God. All glory belongs to you, Jesus. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. All glory, all glory, it's to you, Lord, it's to you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, all power, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours, Lord. Come on, church. Worship the Lord tonight. Worship the Lord. All the honor, all the glory, all the power. It's to Him. It's to Him. Oh, we worship you, precious Jesus, our Savior. Holy Spirit, we wait on you. Holy Spirit, we wait on you. Holy Spirit, we wait on you for fire. 
need the fire, Lord. We need the fire. Send the fire, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, cry out. Don't wait for what's next. We worship you tonight, Lord. Fill the house with your glory. Fill the house with your glory, Lord. We're seeking after you. We repent of God of our sins as the church. We've walked away, God. But we're asking for restoration. We're asking for renewal in the name of Jesus. Oh, glory. We worship you, Lord. We worship you. Precious Jesus. Precious Jesus. Our Savior. Our Savior. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. We wait upon you. We wait. We wait. We wait. We wait. Holy Spirit, we wait. We wait for the fire of the Holy Ghost. Send the fire, Lord. Oh, for fire, Lord. Oh, send the fire. Send it in our churches. Whatever church you go to, ask for the fire. Ask for the fire in your church. Woo! Send the fire to glad tidings. Send the fire to glad tidings. Send it to AFC. Send it to Friendly Chapel. Send it to Richlands, North Carolina. Send the fire of the Holy Ghost. Woo! 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 Send the fire! Send the fire! Fire! Sharabokoto! Hallelujah! Shorabaka, Shorabaka, Hondo Rabasha. I hear you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Shoraboho Rabasha. Thank you that Pastor Chris Hall will be a man on fire. Oh, my Sharama. I hear it in my spirit, Becky Banks. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That Jeff Banks will be a man on fire. Fire, Shorabaka, Rabasha. A man on fire, hallelujah. Shorabaka Rabasi. Hallelujah. Tim Rice will be a man on fire, full of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Elvin Butts will be on fire. Shakarabasha. Dr. Phil Newton will be a pastor that is on fire at Long Branch Church. Send the fire to Long Branch, Lord. Every deacon in these churches, let them be on fire. Every board member in these churches, let the fire fall. Let this be a state on fire. Let these young men be on fire. Let the women be on fire. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Soak in this presence. Soak in this presence. Woo, hallelujah. Shokorabasha. Hallelujah. Woo, 
That's it, Josh. God's giving you a fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. Ray, will you lay your hands on Brother Josh? Hallelujah. Fresh. Fresh anointing to lead the people of God to places they've never gone before. The Lord's going to take you there first and let you take the people. Hallelujah. It's time to move up higher. It's time for the people of God to go to another dimension. It's time to go up. It's time to go up. Set your sights higher. Set your sights on him. Not on the world. Get back to God. As long as you seek me, you'll find me, saith the Lord. When you search for me with all of your heart. Come on, soak this presence up. You need this tonight. Let this presence get in this place tonight. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Fill us up, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, above yours. Oh, I will move up higher. Let that be your confession tonight. I will move up higher. Hallelujah. I'm going there, Lord. I'll set my sight above the clouds where God does dwell and his glory does prevail. I will move up higher. Oh, Jesus. I will move up higher. We're going higher, Lord. I'll set my sights only on him. Yes, Lord. And these things on earth will grow strangely. In all my ways, I'll acknowledge him. Yes, I will. Plans and purpose I will pursue. Yes, Lord. Oh, God. And where he leads me, I will follow. For I know, woo, hey, he always see me through. I will move. Woo, hey, glory. Come on, church. You are not going down. He's going to see you through tonight. Woo, my sight above the clouds Friendly Chapel Church is moving up higher. Glad Tidings is moving up higher. Long Branch is moving up higher. AFC is moving up higher. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. North Carolina is going all the way up in the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, 
shout if you believe it. Lord, keep you. Lord, cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord's favor be with you. May he give you peace. We go from here to serve him. If this is all it is, it's a sham. But if it moves us outside to touch those around us, then it's real. Amen. 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 Woo! Glory! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You're free to do whatever, whatever you want to do right now. <laughs> God. Uh.